1: and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin.
2: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But we all know what we're talking about today. It's Cuomo. I have a take on it. Oh, no, I'm right. Hang on. okay you know how the show is called i'm right and how i like to brag about myself a lot about all the things i'm right about and, and all that and you know how i've been saying once or twice that andrew Cuomo is not going to resign about that
3: and i think that given the circumstances the best way i can help now is if i step aside and let government get back to governing and therefore that's what i'll do
2: well this is awkward isn't
3: it okay i missed one all right
2: maybe we should change the name of the show for one night or something i'll go back to being right again tomorrow all right let's dig into it here first of all let's not act like this was some resignation of contrition from andrew cuomo he got up there and basically denied the whole thing still anyway
3: The Attorney General did a report on complaints made against me by certain women for my conduct. The report said I sexually harassed 11 women. That was the headline people heard and saw and reacted to. The reaction was outrage. It should have been. However, it was also false. The most serious allegations made against me had no credible factual basis in the report. And there is a difference between alleged improper conduct and concluding sexual harassment.
2: Hmm. Weird. We're, go- we're doing due process again now. It's weird how that happens. But setting that aside, I have a lot to say at this point in time. He goes on and says it was all political. Blame social media.
3: New York Smart tells us that this situation in moment are not about the facts, it's not about the truth, it's not about thoughtful analysis, it's not about how do we make the system better. This is about politics. Rashness has replaced reasonableness. Loudness has replaced soundness. Twitter has become the public square for policy debate. Because I truly believe it is politically motivated. I believe it is unfair and it is untruthful. And I believe it, it demonizes behavior that is unsustainable for society. Okay. Let's walk
2: through this and let's burst your bubble on a couple of things here. One, you're happy Andrew Cuomo is resigning. Hold off on that for a moment. Now, if you're happy because Andrew Cuomo apparently has tentacle fingers with every woman in the state of New York, that's fine. That's good. You know, you would want women, if he did these things, you would want women to have some measure of justice, of course. And if you're happy Cuomo is resigning because he is personally responsible for the death of thousands of New Yorkers, I would also say good. That's right. I mean, I can't disagree with you there. The guy is. I mean, so many people don't have mom, grandma, grandpa, dad today, specifically because of Andrew Cuomo. I've made the argument before and nobody's been able to refute it. That man is responsible for more of his own citizens dying than any governor in the history of the United States of America. Personally responsible. So yes, all that stuff's fine. But let's put on our big boy and big girl pants here as we do on this show. Remember, I'm not your mommy. I'm your daddy. Let's talk about reality. This is reality. One, what he said there at the end this was political that's all true i mean you realize that we could be happy someone we hate went down and i am and you are but understand this was all political okay so what happened well this is not complicated this is a palace coup and this has actually national implications for reasons i'll explain in a moment this is a palace coup by Letitia James and the far, far, far left full-blown communist radicals of New York. New York's a bit of an old state. Perhaps you've heard. It's been around for a while. It has been Democrat for virtually ever. There's a long-established Democrat party there. Cuomo's part of that party. More of the old-school Democrats, the kinds your parents, maybe grandparents, voted for the JFK Democrat type. Well, these far-left communists... They don't like that. They're tired of being held back by the older, established, more sane Democratic Party. Communists take people down. They take their own down. They take anyone down. This is good in the short term. This feels good in the short term. Oh, a sexual harasser harasser goes down. A guy who killed a bunch of citizens goes down. Woohoo, good day. This is drinking whiskey on an empty stomach. It feels real good right now, doesn't it? Mm, I think I'll call my mom. I love her. Tomorrow, it don't feel so good. The future of New York, which whether you love it or hate it, it's an important state. The future of New York just actually got darker. It didn't get better. It got darker. Again, he deserved it, but this is not overall a win. The far left radicals are taking over the Democratic Party. Why does this have national implications? You just recently saw, we have talked about it on the show, Joe Biden do some insane eviction moratorium. I mean, you can't even wrap your mind around how nutso it is for the President of the United States, the Chief Executive, to stand up to the microphone and say, yeah, we're doing this. I mean, there's basically no way it's legal and the courts are going to shoot it down, but we're doing it anyway, and hopefully we get away with it before the courts even get to it. That is wild, wild stuff you never would have heard before. So, why would he do it? Joe Biden's more of an older Democrat type. Because Cori Bush, that nutball who slept on the Congress steps, and AOC, the radical left wing base, they intimidated and basically forced the President of the United States to put down, to push out this eviction moratorium. Nationally, on a macro level, the old Democratic Party, that party of JFK, even the party of Bill Clinton, you must understand and more importantly you must make your older friends and relatives understand in a calm way don't get in fighting fighting matches with your mom in a calm way make them understand what they're voting for now when they walk in and vote straight democrat ticket every time jfk is gone bill clinton is gone calmly explain to them this new Democratic Party is a whole new animal, and it is really, really, really not going to be good when these people reach final form. Joining me now to talk about this, Curtis Houck, the managing editor of the Media Research Center. Curtis, thoughts on Cuomo?
4: Well, from our perspective, there's still work to be done. And you could say that, you know, to your monologue about how the communists have taken over, Meanwhile, in the political system, you know, in the media system, the communists have already taken over. Uh, Fredo Cuomo is still there. And arguably, they're a whole lot worse than that. This is the part of the movie where there's still runtime left, you know, for the bad guys to take over to set up the next one, as you're talking about with the legislature in New York, with the way it is and the way they're going to be going, uh, gerrymandering a number of Republicans out of Congress. And that's that's a whole nother thing but it's very dangerous as well but it's time that you know people like fredo and uh, chris cuomo on cnn need to go these Queaslings that have kind of scurried away from the deck they need to be top of mind as well here because this wasn't just andrew cuomo doing what he did he had advisors that were doing this as well and as you played in your monologue the governor himself probably got a lot of help from andrew Cu- or chris cuomo in preparation for this speech, as we saw, uh, found out last night from the Washington Post that he's still advising his brother on this, despite being told not to. But it's—he's on a vacation. It's totally fine. It's just like the Obama party. Everything's fine. One set of rules for uh, us and another set of rules for them. Um, and we're just supposed to take it lying down here. And what's great about your show is, yeah, we're gonna—we're gonna hit back here because. We know exactly what's going on. We're not stupid, no matter what you think we are. You might think we're, you know, people who don't shower and don't have good hygiene as per the way they treated the Sturgis bike rally, but we're smart and we know what's going on here, that yes, uh, this CNN needs to be flushed down the toilet while at the same time keeping our eyes on what's going on at the state level with uh, the legislature and the squad basically taking over the state of New York politics.
2: Yeah, that reminds, that reminds me. I need to get this I thing get dry cleaned, clean, but, clean. but that is another matter <laughs> another entirely. Matter. Right. I'm gonna play for you a quick media love fest, Curtis. Of well, basically everything you just talked about. David, we're standing by for Governor Cuomo's press conference's daily briefing. How would you contrast Cuomo and
1: President Trump's handling of the crisis? Truth versus mendacity. Governor Cuomo, um, out there day after day after day, everything Trump isn't, honest, direct, brave.
3: Real leadership of the kind the president of the United States should have provided. Governor Cuomo is clearly living in a totally different reality. The actual one? than the president of the United States. Governor
5: Cuomo has become a national leader. For a lot of people, Andrew Cuomo has become the leader of the Democratic Party.
1: Maybe Trump is just a little bit mad that Governor Cuomo has become a kind of acting president. Dealing
2: with hardship actually makes you stronger. That's what Governor Cuomo said earlier today. That's what I'm going to go teach my kids right now at home. (laughs) I can't, Curtis, I know this is off topic. I can't hear Brian Stelter's voice without laughing. Does that make me a bad person?
4: no no it doesn't and now having listened to that i wonder if brian stelter's going home to teach his kids to grab women by their backsides or grope them because he cares too much he cares too much i think that's stelter's lesson to sunny and story moon stelter uh those are their actual names when they go to bed tonight uh but here's the point about the media here Cuomo has outlived his usefulness. So that's how they were able to throw him overboard. Ronan Farrow and the New Yorker have a story out about how Cuomo interfered, called the Obama White House in 2014, saying that something Pete Ferrara, the US attorney in the Southern District of New York at the time was looking into, he didn't like that. Why is that coming out now? Years after the Obama presidency and year, you know, almost a year after the Trump presidency, it's because he's outlived his usefulness. That's exactly why. And it shows the level of Trump derangement syndrome that these people have that you would abandon any and all facts and be able to care about more than one story at a time by trying to look into these things. There's a reason why even people like Margaret Sullivan, who wishes you and I didn't exist, are calling for called for Cuomo to resign and said local journalists were doing great work. Well, why is that, Margaret? Why were local news reporters doing a good job like the Albany Times Union? Yes, it's because you morons were too busy stroking his ego and stroking his back while he was stroking another part of your body. Uh, It's pretty bad what was going on here. And in the three months leading up, four months leading up to this, we found that the networks had ignored Cuomo. After the initial wave of allegations, it had gone down in April, May, and June, and I believe through July as well. So this guy outlived his usefulness, and that's the point here. Just like the story with Corey Bush and the fake family uh, about the, when it came to the evictions, they're willing to do anything to get these people to power. They're willing to do anything else, and they expect us to either forget about their mistakes or brush it off because the ends justify the means.
2: Curtis, how did this thing snowball on him so fast? Because it really did feel like a matter of two, three weeks ago, he was still pretty untouchable. There were whispers about all this and a probe here and probe there. And soon you got everyone from the president on down telling him to resign. How did it snowball this fast?
4: Well, I would agree with you, first of all. And I did think that he was going to win re-election. I did I did oh. believe that. I mean, there was no way he was going to lose. He would win in a landslide. This is what, that's what Democrats do. They elect and they re-elect people like that. But I think it snowballed because, as you point out in your opening, it's Letitia James's time in the eyes of the far co- far left communist party. In you know, that taken over the Democratic Party of JFK and Bill Clinton. They have decided that this is her turn. As Joy Reid pointed out when she returned from her vacation last week, Letitia James is the adult in the room. That's who they're building up right now. So oh. her stock is going to be going through the roof right now, and it's her time.
2: That is not good, Curtis. Thank you so much, my brother. I appreciate you very much.
4: Anytime, Jesse.
2: Like I said, we can celebrate today. Hey, go home. Have a beer. Celebrate. Cuomo, a very bad guy's going down. Cuomo's a bad guy. I'm not saying otherwise. But remember, this is a short-term win. Long-term, you may not enjoy it quite as much. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about this infrastructure bill next. But first and foremost you carry a weapon if not why not you should go learn how to use a weapon safely get to the range and then when you carry it that holster you keep on your body whether it be a chest holster whether it's inside the waistband that's it however you carry it needs to be from northwest retention systems why it's not just because of the cool designs now i love the designs don't get me wrong they look great <clears throat> i'm a man who focuses on quality These are not big box store things that are made a 1,000 at a time. Custom-made right here in America. Every single one, custom-made. Spend the money. Get yourself quality that will last a lifetime. Go to nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE and get you 10% off. We'll be back. (laughs)
1: As Admiral Akbar said in Star Wars, it's a trap. This is a trap.
2: That's my boy Senator Ted Cruz talking about the infrastructure bill in. I mean, man, is it a trap? And I. The number of Republicans who just ran headlong into this thing, trying to bring back the old days or something. This is the stuff that's going to cripple us. And when I say bring back the old days, this is what happens. You get elected to be a Republican senator. Almost always when you're a Republican senator, it's because you were a Republican congressman for a while. Even though I know senators are technically congressmen. You know what I'm saying. You were in the House of Representatives for a while, and then you're moving on up. People climb the ladder, and you become a senator. And now we have all these old senators who consider themselves to be distinguished gentlemen. And, and Bob, the Democrat, and I will go back and have cigars and discuss like gentlemen about... This is why we get crushed. Because our guys are over there. Losers like Mitt Romney. They're over there trying to be gentlemen. I was a, I'm a statesman. And they're trying to be gentlemen with people who hate us who hate us the democrats only intention with everything they do now is to tear through this country like sherman through atlanta that is a fact and i've said this before before i go into a couple of things in this this infrastructure bill i'm going to start saying this a lot on the show so just buckle up when i say it you 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 have a friend or a relative i already said this in the opening. You have a friend or a relative who votes Democrat all the time, because they always have. They're not a bad person. They vote Democrat all the time. It's time to start talking to that person about what these people are now. Look what's in this infrastructure bill. Drunk and impaired driving prevention technology in new vehicles. Yes, that's right. They're forcing things in new vehicles. It bails out the highway trust fund. Oh, don't worry. It's only $118 billion. A pilot program for the mileage tax system in case you're curious what that is yes they are starting a program to study taxing you for every single dollar you drive every dollar or every dollar you drive every mile you drive. have you ever thought about what that actually means have you thought about how they're going to track that yeah kind of getting weird now isn't it oh i'm not done yet irs reporting requirement for cryptocurrency transactions haven't you heard a critical part of infrastructure is going after the cryptocurrency market you didn't actually think cryptocurrency was going to remain unrelated unregulated did you did you think the government was going to allow you to trade on things without feasting their hungry eyes on it but of course this is all remember Joe Biden told you this is all critical infrastructure that's going to get our economy going again. Oh, there's more. Cabinet secretaries can fully fund select projects and waive cost-sharing rules. What does that mean? That's a long way. What is that? I don't understand. Well, what did I tell you they did? Remember what I told you they did? We have the list of senators here who did it. It's a gigantic list. I'm not going to read it for you again. Gigantic list of senators, Republican and Democrat, those are the Republicans, they sat down at a table. And when they sat down at a table to come up with an infrastructure bill, if you're naive, you think they sat down and tried to come up with needed infrastructure projects for the United States of America. If you watch this show, then you almost undoubtedly reside here in this place we call the real world. And in the real world, what all these people did... They sat down at a table, make-believe, but they sat down at a gigantic table and they had a gigantic pile of money in the center of this table. Tons of, billions and billions of it. And this is the part you need to keep in mind, all that money in the center of the table, it was all your money. All of it, every dime of it. It was all money they've stolen from you. This is all your money in the center of the table. And they sat around, not thinking about infrastructure, they sat around... And they wondered who has to be handed what to buy off this person so this person will vote for it. Hey, Bob, what do you need so we can get you to vote for this thing? Bob says, well, I really need uh, this particular research fund funded in my state. They're a big entity in my state. They're going to organize the votes I need for re-election. Can I have, can I have 80 billion of that? Sure, Bob, here's 80 billion for you. Sarah, what do you need? Oh, okay. All right. We got some coming your way. That's how they do these things. They simply pick a number out of the sky. They think you won't get too mad about, and then they take your money and they dump it in the center of a table and they start handing it out like it's monopoly money. That's what they do. And that's why we're in so much trouble. I mean, have you seen these inflation numbers? (laughs) Here's the inflation numbers. Federal Reserve Bank in New York just said that U.S. consumers' expectations for inflation have risen to an eight-year high. Not only are we currently taking inflation on the chin, we have much, 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 much more to come as they spend money we don't have by the trillion. And remember several republicans voted for it all right we have an author coming up next who's writing children's books you should be buying for your kids not the other garbage but first and foremost let's talk about home title theft it's not something most people even know about which blows me away actually it doesn't blow me away i didn't know about it till I saw it happen to me. I got an email with my home title there and my signature on it and my wife's signature on it, making it look like I sold my house. Your home title is online. Unless you get hometitlelock.com, these cyber thieves can hack into it and take out several mortgages on your home and you'll never know. You'll never know until it's too late, until they're coming to evict you. You might already be a victim of this. If you go to hometitlelock.com right now, There's a $100 value free for you. You can put in your address, free, and find out whether it's already happened to you. In fact, you can see the whole title history on your home. While you're there, sign up. HomeTitleLock.com, protect yourself. All right, children's author, next. You know how I've been saying we have to get more involved in entertainment? Well, this next guest did exactly that, and I think it's awesome what she did. You know, the things that go into your kids' eyes and ears matter a lot. You don't want it to, I don't want it to, but it matters. When sports stars come out as America hating nut jobs, that matters. When the latest superhero movie has to be all about the greatness of transgenders, that matters. When your kids read children's books, saying that kind of poison to them, it matters. So you and I need to support the people who are fighting back against that. Joining me now, my friend Ashley St. Clair. She wrote a book, one I would highly recommend, called Elephants Are Not Birds. Ashley, what are you talking about?
0: We are talking about, this is going to be an antidote to a lot of the transgender propaganda being pushed down our kids' throats, put very bluntly. Um, I was inspired to write this after I saw a book that was called I Am Jazz. It made a 10-year-old little girl, um, a a little boy who was being transitioned over to a girl, uh, put on hormone replacement therapy, um, and it was a children's book. So I thought that we needed an antidote to this. So in this book, we have Kevin the elephant who sings very well, and a vulture named Culture comes along and says, you sing so well, you must be a bird. And obviously that doesn't go too well for Kevin. Um, and he realizes he was better the way he was made biologically. Um, but really, this is—it's an issue because they're trying to force the hom- hormone replacement therapy. They're trying to push things on our kids that have lifelong consequences, like gender reassignment therapy.
2: Ashley. I- Obviously, I know how you look at children, same way I look at children. Thankfully, it's different than the way Joe Biden looks at children, but that's another story entirely. Why don't leftists look at children that way? Why do they look at children and think, I need to get to them? I need to make sure, I, even though they're not my kids, I need to make sure I have them thinking like me. What is wrong with them? Why, why are they like that?
0: Because they're sick and they look at everybody, including children, as pawns. They don't feel bad for anybody. They don't have the same moral compass that you and I do, even when they pretend to feel bad for immigrants, it's all because they see them as voters. Um, and children are just another population that they can take advantage of. So that that's why.
2: I am going to reluctantly play something for the audience here. And as you know, it's a family show. And this is obviously a family clip. You get, you, always, you always watch with your kids. But apparently there's something new out there because there's always something new. Well, here it is.
3: I'm glad you asked. people who identify as abrosexual
4: are fluid with their sexualities
3: what
4: like gender fluid abrosexual friends one day might feel pan
1: but then the next day they might feel mm, asexual and a week later they could just be gay
5: their sexualities are fluid Does
3: this mean they're fluid with all the sexualities? Some. Every abrosexual is different. And we love our abrosexual friends!
2: Gosh, I feel so old. Ashley, I don't even know what half of those words mean. What is pan?
0: I have no idea, Jesse. And if you would have seen this person, you were walking by with your kids and your wife by this person on the street five years ago, you would have said, don't mind the crackhead. I hope they go in back into the (laughs) facility soon. The police should be on their way. Um, But now these are the most protected people are these absolute nut jobs who are making their own new uh, realities.
2: Uh, I'm glad you brought up the term protected because this is what bothers me so much. There's Every society has always had some nutters on the sidewalk somewhere. As you just mentioned, they're the kind you cross the street so you don't have to walk by them. You don't want to get any of that on you and you move about your day. But now it's become not just protected, it's become pushed. It seems as if there's this cultural, institutional insistence that everybody is just some weirdo nut job who can snip off this or paste on that and become something did this happen, like, yesterday? Because I swear, like, yesterday, this wasn't a thing.
0: <laughs> it's been a push, obviously, by cancel culture and the left and the violent left at that. Um, but that's the issue with some of these kids, right, is that you're seeing them get extra attention in the classroom for claiming that they're something like they're transgender, that, you know, Billy is now Amanda. Um, and the worst part about this is many schools are told not to report to the parents if a kid says they're transgender. Um so all of these things are happening behind closed doors in a lot of these circumstances, but they are they're getting the extra tension behind closed doors and parents don't even know uh, that this is going on.
2: All right, there is something good happening in America. That was enough icky. I feel like I need to take a shower, but there is a good trend going on here. Wisconsin, K-12 numbers are in. 3% of people have left the public school system. 14% have enrolled in charter schools. 47% are homeschooling. That's just the past couple years. Ashley, are parents, dare I say it, finally waking up to the poison that is being poured into their kids in the government schools?
0: I think so. I think a lot of people saw this, especially with the mask issues in schools where they weren't given a choice and kids were being forced uh, to wear masks. They were forced to stay at home. They weren't allowed, there was no choice for these parents. So I think a lot of parents are waking up to the most reasonable thing, which is homeschool your kids if you're able. Uh, If you're able to pull them out of the public school system, which is nothing more than an indoctrination camp, pull them out. And uh, I would suggest also buying elephants or not birds for them, but maybe I'm biased.
2: Okay, I actually wanted to ask one more question about that. The elephants are not birds thing. I really meant it. It's not just because we're friends. It's really important. It it is really important because parents have just a sea of crap to buy out there for their kids now. Is this something you plan on continuing, or is this some kind of one-off? Because I really, really want you to continue.
0: It it will be continued. So we have based it like Disney Plus or Netflix, um, without the pedophilia, obviously. Um, But it's going to be a subscription service, so we're going to have multiple... um, titles partnered with different conservative icons we have an anti-communism one coming up with jack Posobiec, a pro-life one with elizabeth johnson we have an anti-crt with the hodge twins uh and many more but parents grandparents friends can subscribe and get a book a month for their kids um, at brave.us but we we really really want to create like a marvel-like universe um that just kind of goes on endlessly for these kids
2: hang on hang on everybody you hear me here you're watching me right here <laughs> How many times have we talked about being more purposeful with where we spend and don't spend our money? Myself included. I have to get better. Ashley, one more time, give out the website, please.
0: Brave.us, and it's not available on Amazon for that exact reason, Jesse. We don't want to get canceled, and we don't want to give Jeffrey Bezos any more money for more uh, trips to space. So uh, not available on Amazon, Brave.us only.
2: Brave.us. Ashley, thank you so much. Appreciate you.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much, Jesse.
2: See? More purposeful. Let's do it. All right. Now, speaking of more purposeful, you know I dipped forever, right? And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say, I think about a dip now, and it just grosses me out. The truth is, I dipped for so many years, I still think about it. Oftentimes, I'll get done off the TV show for the night, be driving home, and I'll think, oh, man, I'd really love to have something in my lip right now. And I can because I discovered Jake's Mint Chew. If you're trying to quit or you still get those moments where you're thinking about starting up again, one, don't feel bad. It's perfectly normal. Two, go get Jake's Mint Chew. Jake's Mint Chew is tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. If the wife comes in and say, you're not dipping again, are you? You say, no, honey. It's this Jake's Mint Chew. They even have, and I love these because they're so clean, CBD pouches. Four different flavors of CBD pouches. They really take that edge off if you've had a long day and want that dip. Go to jakesmintchew.com, use the promo code Jesse when you get there, get 10% off. I still do it all the time. We'll be back.
3: If you'll remember, I told you back in the beginning of March, I can't cover my brother's troubles. It wouldn't be fair. This is a unique and difficult situation and that's okay. I know where the line is. I'm wowed by what you did, and more importantly, I'm wowed by how you did it. This was very hard, I know it's not over, but I hope you feel good about what you did for your people because I know they appreciate it. Let's call it straight. Look at the state, look at the numbers, look at New Jersey, look at Connecticut, look how they came together. Was it perfect? No, you tell me what is. Obviously, I think you're the best politician in the country. I'm
2: still blown away by that look at the numbers. People still are aware that New York and New Jersey and those places have the worst COVID numbers comfortably in the united states of america all right joining me now to talk about that is adam Golette. he is with the president he is the president of accuracy in media adam uh, setting the cuomo stuff aside obviously as we've been talking about the show everyone knows he resigned today the the fact they can lie so blatantly all the time i mean new york has the worst numbers in america and they can look in the camera and say look at your numbers good job well, what is wrong with these people
5: Well, he got one thing right. He said they all came together in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. They came together at funerals because the death toll was unbelievable. It was incredibly tragic. And the actions of Governor Cuomo, the actions of the governors in New Jersey and Michigan were directly responsible for this happening. And rather than holding them accountable, rather than speaking truth to power, the media built Andrew Cuomo up because they wanted a foil to Donald Trump. And look where it got him.
2: Why does the the media continually move harder and harder left? I can understand if the basic nature of journalism is kind of left-wing. All right, that's fine. But they're going all in further that way. What is this? Is this the education system, Adam? What's going on? What am I seeing?
5: Well, we've got two different things going on on one hand you have an incredibly fragmented media landscape conservatives listen to talk radio they read the post they watch fox news and other channels leftists watch msnbc and cnn and they read the new york times so there's no incentive for an outlet like cnn to speak to moderates to speak to conservatives to speak to libertarians because they're not in their key demo so to get the ratings they have to tell their audience what that audience wants to hear even if they know it's not true and then separately of course we see activist journalism we see people who view this as the opportunity to advance their agenda new media outlets like now this literally hire their executives from the hillary clinton campaign the stacy abrams campaign the dnc literally that's where they got their executives so these are activists hiding under the veil of journalism to push a radical agenda
2: okay <laughs> Is there a way to stop it? I, I look at our I, I mean, this story from CNN. I know it was a small thing. People don't care that much about it, and I don't blame them. But CNN runs a story raising money for some young mother with three kids, raises the girl like three two 230 grand. It turns out she's the freaking babysitter. She's not the mom at all. You can't believe anything you see anymore. So... Is there a way to fix this? Is this a problem that can be fixed? Because we need somewhere to get honest information.
5: CNN has been lying about stories for decades. I remember when they had that uh, miniseries they did, I think it was Operation Tailwind, supposedly about how the U.S. military used nerve gas during Vietnam. Turned out the entire story was untrue. So it's no surprise that when they find a narrative they want to believe, that the eviction moratorium is saving this uh, mother from being kicked out on the street and her children from being kicked out on the street. It's no surprise that they don't check the facts. I don't trust sports scores on CNN that matter. I mean, I don't trust anything those guys put out there because they'll they'll tell stories they know to be untrue simply because it plays to their audience. I don't think there's a way to fix it because they're going to go after the ratings no matter what. And on one hand, I guess I can't fault them for that. But on the other hand, then don't pretend to be journalists. But really, CNN, MSNBC, because they preach to the choir, because they speak to an older demo, they worry me far less the newer sites like buzzfeed and now this that built their followings with, followings with clickbait and puppy videos and they speak to young impressionable audiences of all ideologies those sites worry me much more
2: why why do they worry you so much more
5: well, they're talking to young people. And because they built their following with non-political content, you know, using clickbait and listicles and silly puppy videos, as I said, they were able to build up followings of millions and millions of people, particularly easily influenced young people. They signed up for puppy videos. Now they're getting left-wing propaganda from a place they didn't expect it. That's far more dangerous than CNN and MSNBC simply preaching to the choir. People get worried, and they wonder why their grandkid or Their child becomes a leftist in college. And sometimes it's because of their crazy radical leftist professor, as if there's any other type. But more commonly, what are your kids doing during class? They're not paying attention to the professor. They're playing on their phone. And it's on their phone that they consume the BuzzFeed content, the Now This content, that they see left wing content from their favorite influencers on social media. That's the stuff that worries me much more than anything else.
2: What can be done about it i mean we do have a country at least presently that has a free press right people can say and put out in general what they want unless it's right-wing opinions on social media but we have a free press what can we do because the average person watches this they watch you and i talk about this and they're mad and they want to do something but can we
5: yeah absolutely you know we talk about it every week at accuracy in media we put frowns on the faces of bad people. When Now This lies to their audience, when BuzzFeed lies to their audience, we set up action alerts on our website, aim.org, where people can send messages directly to the reporters and the editors and the folks responsible for these smears at CNN and at uh, MSNBC and at Now This and at BuzzFeed. And these are bullies. These are folks who throw punches all day long on their websites and on their news channels, and they never have to take a metaphorical political punch. Well, we dole them out at accuracy in media. We come up with ways in which you can take action against them. We also run ads on Facebook directly targeting the audience of Now This and Buzzfeed and explaining to them that they're being lied to because they don't necessarily know it. So we speak to those audiences, we inform them about the lies that are being shared with them, and a lot of times we get BuzzFeed and Now This to correct their stories.
2: All right, vaccine passports. Uh, The media is apparently pushing this now, too. CNN is pushing it. So is this the next frontier we're going to see spread across all these media groups now of praising all these puff pieces on vaccine passports and why it's great for you to show your papers before you can order a cheeseburger?
5: You know, it just depends on the public opinion of their progressive demo because these folks aren't leaders, let alone thought leaders. They're followers. They're desperately trying to push content that they know their audience wants to consume. They're getting paid per click. They're desperate for ratings. So whatever that progressive audience wants to hear about is what they're going to tell them. And I'll tell you, I'm as pro-vaccine as one can get. I got the Moderna vaccine at a trial last summer. I personally believe that everybody should go out there and get vaccinated for a multitude of reasons. But uh, still, I think they're getting nothing but resentment with the ways they're going about shoving the vaccine dead people's throat, particularly when the media, and when the progressives politicized the heck out of the vaccine. Just last summer, we were being told by Kamala Harris and Joe Biden that they weren't gonna get a Trump vaccine which is as ridiculous as a Bill Gates vaccine. There's no such thing. The New York Times is running articles sowing seeds of doubt in the vaccine. And I'll tell you, if Trump had won re-election, they'd probably still be against the vaccine. But as long as their progressive audience wants to see that sort of content, that's what those news outlets are going to deliver them.
2: Adam, thank you so much. I appreciate it, man.
5: Thank you for having me.
2: All right. That's enough of all that it's time for us to do what we love to do on this show enlighten the mood hang on am i a bad person i mean don't answer don't answer that i think we all know the answer to that question but there's something about miserable bitter people being angry over some of the dumbest things that entertains me to no end and i'll be honest with you i enjoy doing that to them it's probably why i enjoy making fun of feminists so much they're so angry and miserable for no reason anyway that it's just kind of fun to just kind of poke at them now and then and watch them just freak out i'm about to show you a video this lady she's angry about a flag Okay, you're probably asking, what kind of flag was that? Is it a Nazi flag or something? No, this guy was flying a flag that had Tigger on it. Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Here's how it went.
0: How are you? I'm good, are you? I want to talk about this song. Tigger's flag.
1: Okay.
0: I don't like it. Okay, why not? Now, I thought the American flag was real nice. Uh huh. I don't say nothing about the shrubbery being cut. I don't say nothing about the backyard, but now I don't like that. Okay, I didn't hang that. My brother hung that. Well, I know. I'm just I'm just telling you. I don't like it. I'm just saying. I don't like it. All right. It makes it look tacky,
1: Welcome. makes in. the neighborhood look tacky. It, it doesn't, but that's okay. Huh. I said it
2: doesn't, but it's okay. You're allowed your opinion. Okay. Lucky. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm gonna find out about it. All right, well, you have a good day. Ignored. <laughs> I love it. What? And what did that mean at the end? I'm gonna find out about it. What? <laughs> All right, I'll see you tomorrow.